Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> God been good to me. Man, I can't explain it all, really. Hey, um, you know, I want, I want to remind everybody of something that I need reminding of myself all the time. And um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm dealing with a couple of things now, and I had to remind myself. Uh, you know what I have to remember? I have to constantly remind myself to stay in constant communication with God. Constant communication with God. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, I have a tendency, and maybe we do all as people, I don't know, but I know for me that when it's going okay, I slack up in sometimes having conversations with him because I'm not coming to him on a daily with something that's pressing or something, and I find myself slacking up in the communication. Uh, The danger I have learned in that is this. Um, I, I think, you know, I mean, we've all heard old people say, you know, you got to stay prayed up, you know, and, you know, prayed up means, you know, you, you got some stored up. You just got an abundance of them where you didn't, you're putting it in because what happens is, is when you're not in constant communication with God, when you're not constantly praying, doing those good times that allows for the enemy to slip in. And do the little things that can be upsetting. And then the next thing you know it, you get several little things in a, in a row. Now you got an issue you're dealing with. You know, I have to remind myself when it's going like that, man, have I really been praying though? Have I really been in constant communication with God? Because, you know, that, that helps God against that little bitty stuff coming in. Sometimes it's big stuff. Sometimes it's major stuff. But I've noticed, man, that when I get on a, a more of a smooth plane in life, I have a tendency to slack up in that department. And that ain't the time to slack up. I'm, I'm really learning that I have to stay in constant communication with God because it enables me to ward off those little things coming up that can get in the way. And so I just wanted to make you aware of that as I'm learning it myself that uh, staying prayed up is important, that you try to stock prayers. You know, you try to, you know, have some prayers in the bank, so to speak, and just constant communication with him because it'll just safeguard you against a lot of stuff backdooring you. You know, I just wanted to make sure you understood that because on your journey, it's going to be many obstacles. I've said this a hundred times on the show. The road to success is always under construction. I say that all the time. And it's to to let you understand that it's not going to be easy. But we can make it more difficult than it has to be. You know, when you go out and strike out on a journey, you know, uh, let's say I got in my car. Let's say I'm in New York. And I get in my car and I say, I'm going to L.A. I know if I drive west and continue to drive west, eventually, I should get to California or I may wind up in uh, Portland or Seattle or something like that. But if I drive west, I'm going to eventually get to the West Coast. Now, wouldn't it be smarter, though, if I mapped out the route? 
which saved me a bunch of driving I don't need and figuring that I don't have to calculate when you know the way to go. You know, if you know you want to cut cross on the 20 or you want to cut cross on the 70 or you want to cut cross on the 10, you know, you you, you got to devise a route. Now, if I want to go visit some people I know, then I know I got to I need to go down. You know, I might go through Ohio, come down on the 80, then get on 71 and take that all the way down to the 10 and then ride across. Or I might take it to the 20, cut through Texas and then and then let it link back up on the 10. I know a lot of different ways, but guess what? The best way is to map it out. You can go anywhere, but if you go with a map, it's more precise. You save yourself a lot of time. And that's what prayer has taught me. That when I that if I continuously pray, that I stay in 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 I stay in a prepared mode. I have more idea of where I'm going. I'm more secure with my route. If you just take off driving, heading west, yeah, you'll eventually get to the west coast if you out east. But guess what though? Had you mapped it out, you can see when you veering off. You may stop, come out, and. Not be paying attention. Next thing you know, you're on a route and you're going another way. You're going north when you could easily still be going west. You've got to constantly be aware of that. And I'm just pointing that out to you because I know that on your journey, a lot of times you get sidetracked. And part of the ways we get sidetracked is we lose out on that very, uh, the very beneficial resource of prayer. We lose out. We our connection with God gets strained. The thicker you can keep the cord connected to God. If you thin out your communication with God and instead of having a big thick cable, now you're dealing with a little thread, you know, a cable is stronger than thread. And so it just decreases uh, your opportunity. And so, you know, I wanted to just make you aware of that. And, uh, you know, to ever be encouraging to say to everybody out there and just keep your head up. It is going to be dark days for you. There are going to be situations where it's going to be daunting and hard to face. But man, oh man, oh man, everybody has to face these challenges. Everybody get dark sometimes. You know, look, if you didn't lose, if you didn't lose, you wouldn't even appreciate winning. Because if it all went your way all the time, do you know how complacent and content and and how easy life would be if it just went your way all the time. So when it kept going your way, you wouldn't even appreciate it because guess what? It's been going this way the whole time. So what life does is it has its checks and balances. These hard times are coming and you need the hard times to appreciate the good times. You need the clouds and you need the rain to appreciate the sun and the flowers. It's just when it comes to prayer, though, just stay prayed up. Stay constant with it because the challenges of life are coming, whether you prayed up or not, they're coming. Understand that. You could pray every day, all day. When you get through praying every day, all day, something going to happen to you that's going to be challenging. Now, I would rather have been in communication with God on a regular then wait till every time something pop off to have to go to and reintroduce myself. Okay. I was over a little, little, little around the board with it today, but that's how it came to me. So there it is. 
I ain't mad at it. Y'all have a great day. We're going to have a good one today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, girls, boys, things. Mm, things. Animals, aliens, Mm. everybody. I'll talk to one of them. You you talk to who? (laughs) Alien. You don't have no alien friend? Whoa. Whoa. So go ahead, man. Let me see you get out of this one right here. So what y'all talk about (laughs) in Well Ways? Yeah, let's explore. What y'all talk about in I'm open. I'm open. This is a good way to start the show. Go ahead, Tony. Okay. He's from Mars. He's my friend. And he's been talking about how they having Mars quakes. You know, we have earthquakes. They have Mars quakes. So it's a lot going on that's similarity to what's happening up there and what's happening down here. I mean, it's how you don't have no friends from different places. No, no, don't worry about that. Where'd you see Oh, he come out of the house sometime. <laughs> Boy, come Boy. on, Steve. <laughs> How does he get to the house? You don't remember the friend I used to play with when I was little? Oh, I remember him. You're still Marvin yeah, the We didn't Marsh. see him either. <laughs> oh, Marvin the Marsh. He, but he, Marvin the Marsh. He existed. Sometimes you, you make me know. so angry. I love Marvin the Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. From the Disney cartoon. See? Yes. See, 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 Jay got yeah. him too. He got friends. <laughs> is anybody see, concerned? I, I, am. I am. Are you? Is that a question, Carla? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like looking around the room like, The man says where? he's got Martian friends. <laughs> it, yes, see, we're I'm, concerned. See, now when they show up, when they show up, you're going to need me. See, you're going to need me because you ain't had nobody to know how to talk to them. That's your problem. You need, to, you need, to get, you need somebody like me in your life. Aren't they I got short? Martian friends. <laughs> See, hell yeah! Hi. <laughs> Pop, ping. <See? laughs> yeah, hell yeah, they short. All the ones I've seen. Yeah, nothing but a helmet with some sneakers right. sticking out. Monday, you don't know right. right they short. <laughs> a helmet and sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> So now that explains it. Okay. Shirley be stinging you, man. man I, I ain't going to lie to you, Tom. That's going to be my friend. I'm done with her. You set yourself up for these. Uh-oh. You do, Tommy. Yeah. You got these short-ass Martians. 
<laughs> what are they, what are, even what, stupid. How do they look stupid? <laughs> Just a helmet with some, <laughs> with some Converse sneakers sticking up on them and a set of eyes. That visual. And a set of eyes. <laughs> that visual is crazy. I know, because I got one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, he don't want to laugh because no, that's no. how he looked in his football uniform. <laughs> okay, helmet. You know, when we was little, Tommy got a football uniform, and that's how he looked. <laughs> like a Martian? Just a helmet like a Martian. with some tennis shoes sticking out money. <laughs> but who's taller, you think, though? <laughs> Boom, ting. Pop, ting. <laughs> She's back guys. to back with it, huh? He, oh, man. But he done got quiet. Though. That's what yeah. I, I He don't want to talk about it no more. I ain't here. You oh oh you here? We just ain't see. All right, coming up at thirty two after the hour, something funny. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Get ready for the gift. Let's go, cat doggy. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to reach Bree. This is Bree. Hey, Bree, how you doing? Listen, we, um, you and I, we've never met. I wanted to reach out to you, though. Did you, um, did you get, um, did you get a package that I sent to you last week? A package? Who is this? My name is, my name, uh, my name is Jason, um, and I sent you a package. Jason, you know? do I know you? Do, who, who are you? Say again now? How do I know you? You don't know me. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, like, I guess you could say I'm like a secret admirer, and I've been admiring you for quite some time. And, uh, you know, I, I sent you a little something, and, uh, you know, I didn't know if, if you got it or not, if I had the right address, but I wanted to know if you had gotten it. So, uh, you know, this is like my first time reaching out to you. You the sent that package to my house? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got you got a pair, a pair of my underwear with the rose petals all in it? You sent, yeah, you the sent drawers to my house. Who the are you? And how do you know me? My, I, 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 I've been admiring you for a long time. I, mean, I see you. I see you at your job. I see you at your house. You know, at the grocery market when I see you. So what you stalker? Well, you do I know you? We've been. Where do I know you from? You don't know me. You know, you don't know me at all. But you know, I got. You know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you just sent some drawers to my house. Got my husband all, all up in an uproar behind Your these damn drawers, and you don't even know me. You got a husband? Yeah. I got a husband. Oh, okay. I, 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 I mean, hey, I, I no disrespect, Bree. I ain't, I ain't know you had a husband. You Hell, know, you've been watching me, stalking me at my job, in my house. You ought to know that. Hey, I, I, I apologize on that, but you, so you did get it. I want a apology. Yeah, I got him. Okay. I mean, what did you think about the gesture, though? I mean, let me, let me explain something to you. My husband got that package with my name on it, and I've been for the last week going through hell. This checking my Facebook, all of my emails, going through my call history on my phone. I, I get, he wake my up in the middle of the night talking about this And you gonna ask me about are you crazy? No, I, I, you know, I, hey, I, I was just admiring you. I thought, you know, sending a pair of my oh, underwear. Some with some draws to my house? I, I don't I mean, even I know just, you, you know, like that. I don't even know you like that. I mean, you Why don't, you, you I do know, that? I know, but I, you know, that was my way of like, Showing you that I admire you, that I'm, I'm, I'm into you, you know, that was just. That. That's some sick. Shit. I don't need no more draws, especially no strange draws. I got draws at the house. I got two sons, a husband. I wash draws every week. I don't need no more draws. You don't do no like that. Upset my whole household, have me damn near in divorce court behind some draws. What I want to know is how the hell. 
do you know me? How, how do how did you get my address? Where I work? Where I buy? Well, how do you know me? My phone number? All this? How do you know me? I, I, I don't get that. Where did you get my from? I tell you what. Call this number back when my husband get home. You okay, can deal wait, with wait, him. Wait, 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 you can, wait, you can, wait, he can get your drawers back. You come meet him in the morning. I have him there. Come by my job. I'm, I'm not trying to have no altercations with nobody. I'm not trying to have all of that. You explain this to him and get this off my because I've had enough of this drawers at my door. Okay, let me ask you this here. Will you send me some of yours? No, you didn't. Are you not listening to me? Hell no, you can't handle my drawers. Why don't you ask my husband for him when he see you in the morning? Why don't you ask him for some of my drawers? I thought I thought it would be you know like a sign of something something intimate something from me you know uh, kind of like a token of, of, of where I wanted the relationship to go. I I I, I, I don't I even know you. You got my damn near in divorce court behind some damn drawers, and I don't even know you. who the f are you? How who are you? How do you know so much about me? Where did you get my address from? How do you know where I work? How how you get my who the f are you? If you got like all this information, it seems like you to know you to know that husband. Matter of fact, say so, say so what now? Lock this number in. You can call back on this number in an hour when that is home, so we can get this straight. So you can talk to him. Do that for me. Oh wait 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 wait. See, I'm not looking for no altercation. Now, if 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 if. Oh, you look. You was looking for something, and you still not understand. So obviously, that's what you want. Cause I'm trying to explain to you. You didn't upset my whole household. Got my ass over here nerved, and you ain't understanding that. So obviously, what you are looking for is an altercation. No, I'm not looking for. I, I'm looking for. I'm looking for some personal time with you. That's what I'm looking for. My personal time is with my husband. What about that? Don't you understand? I. I Will you send me a pair of your underwear? What? I mean, I mean, what? is that asking too much? If you just send me a pair, I'll go away. I send some shit, all right. Give me your address. Yeah, tell me where to send them. Tell me where to send these drawers right now. Are you going to send them? What's that? Hell yeah, give me the address. You give me the address. As a matter of fact, I hand deliver them right tonight. See, you're trying to create an altercation. Why not just give you a P.O. box? Because, see, you're trying to create an altercation. No, give me your address. You got mine. You got my address. Let me send you some to your address. No, no, that's all right. Look, you know what? Can I, can I say one more thing to you? No, you, you know what? I don't want it. What, what, what the do you have to say to me? Can I say one more thing to you, please? What, what do you want? I just want to tell you who I am. Can I tell you who I am? You know, it told me who you are. I want to know how the you know me. Where you get my from? Listen to me real closely. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. Oh, <laughs> hello. What? <coughs> oh, I'm a hello. <laughs> what? What the? Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm going to get her. Oh, my God. Hey, look, we started this over a week and a half ago. We sent You don't have to tell me. Out. I've been going through hell for a week behind hey, look, them damn drugs. told me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Bree, tell your man to simmer down. It, it was all a prank phone call, baby. Oh, my He is not going to believe this. Oh, my goodness. He is not going to believe it. Tell me this, Bree. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Draws and all. Draws and all. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Good morning, Steve and family. This is Brittany from High Point, North Carolina. I just wanted to call and give my brother a shout-out. He has come a long way. He's got a great job, a loving family, and he's just dedicated to what he do. I'm proud of him. I just want to send some love to him and let him know. I see you, brother. Keep up the great work. A proud sister over here. Happy holidays to y'all over there. Good morning, Steve. Just wanted to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From Robin Simon, Mississippi, Gulf Coast, Delta, Sigma, Theta. Oh. Hi, this is Lisa Duncan calling from Knoxville, Tennessee, where we listen to Steve Harvey every day on WJBE. I just want to wish my family in Memphis and Mississippi a Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. And thank you so much, Steve Harvey and the Steve Harvey Morning Crew for all that you do. Merry Christmas, season's greetings. And remember, Jesus is the reason for this season. All right, guys, time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Hello. You can submit your questions at Steve Harvey FM. Are you ready, Mr. CLO? Of course, of course, All right. of course. Here we go. This one's from Sonia in Hampton, Virginia. I don't know what that voice was. I'm dating a man that's 17 years older, and we waited 90 days to be intimate. He was bragging about all the things he was going to do to me, and boy, did he lie. The whole experience <laughs> lasted 2.5 minutes. And he fell asleep on top of me, and the right side of my body went numb. He got up four times during the night to use the bathroom, and I woke up each time. Since then, I have been making excuses not to sleep with him. I like him, but I think he may be too old for me. Do you think this was just a one-time thing, or is this just what it's like to be an older man? No, his ass is getting up. That pee ain't going to happen. He getting up. Now, he can lay there if he want to. I tell you what. I tell you what. You gonna wish he had a guy up. Oh goodness! You gonna get your ass up. I don't know what that is, but you gonna get your ass up four times. You know now, be you know you know. Eventually, you learn how to sleep through it. But your problem is the two minutes and then falling asleep and your left side going off. And then after he lied about what all he was going to do, he did all he said he was going to do. You just didn't know it was going to be that quick. In record time. Put it all in there. He did all of what he said he was going to do. Bring it. Slang it. Crumble it up. Twist it. Rub it. Flip it. He did all that. He just packed it in in two minutes. He did all of it. You yeah. just ain't had time to react to none of them. <laughs> 2.5 minutes. God. So she's saying, is this just a one-time thing, or is, is this what it's like being with an older man? No, 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 no. You, 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 the, the time ain't got nothing to do with your age. Now, them four trips to the bathroom, he going to make them. That's going to have to happen. Yeah, especially if you're trying to do your water. 
It's, it's water and on be the healthy. nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, here we go. Danielle in uh, Lansing, Michigan. My husband and I have got to have the worst marriage ever. He's cheated on me several times, and when I tried to get back at him, I failed miserably. I had an affair, and we did it on my living room couch. My husband found a little piece of the condom wrapper, and he thought I was trying to be funny to make him jealous. He never even suspected me of cheating, so I got <laughs> mad. I wanted him to be hurt and confront me. We are in our mid-30s, and I want my husband to be faithful, but I don't know if he will ever change. How will I know when it's time to leave? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? what? Y'all got the worst. You, you wanted him to be mad. but to confront her. You want him to be faithful. Wait a minute. You left a piece of condom on the couch. Right. You wanted him to be mad. The condom was with another man, but you want him to be faithful. In his house. Girl, mm-hmm. try Jesus. Okay. Not me. <laughs> yeah, y'all's y'all's marriage is over now. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It he is. can't be mad with somebody else. Right. I mean, wow. I mean, you doing stuff to make him jealous, and it's the same thing he did. Two wrongs don't make a right. This is a wrap, man. If y'all ain't gonna do right, just go on and be by yourself. Yeah. Because yeah, both of y'all doing other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no marriage But in, her, there. in, the, in their house, though, in their home? All right. Man, to the hell you doing? Mid-30s, mid-30s love right there. All right, uh, this is from Sis in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. She says, I was Sis. married for... Sis. Mm-hmm. I was married for 11 years, and I filed for divorce when I found out that my husband was cheating with a family friend. I was devastated because this girl was always at his family's gatherings and they were messing around in front of me. I confided in his mom and she told me that she was aware, but she was keeping it a secret from everyone because my husband and this woman are third cousins. My husband doesn't even know what he is doing is sick and disgusting. I want to tell him and the rest of the family. But his mom has begged me not to. Should I do it anyway? Well, see, all you want to do that for is to expose him and hurt him. That's all that's for. It's nothing about your marriage. This ain't about your marriage and what he's doing is sickening and disgusting. You don't like the fact that he's cheating on you. The fact that it's his third cousin, that's, that's, that's crazy. But, I mean, what, what good is it going to do you? But this is not a scripture, and I just learned this wasn't a scripture recently, so that was a shocker for me. <laughs> Hell have oh, no man. fury like a woman scorned. I used to actually thought, thought that was, that was a scripture. Yeah, a lot I did. Of people talk. do, Steve. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I really <laughs> thought that was a scripture. I just learned it wasn't a year ago. Hell have no fear like a woman's girl. Seeing as how I've had several of them women with with hell half a fear. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to mess with that. You don't. You don't want to mess with that. It felt like it was a scripture. Well, Steve, she's it, already filed for divorce. Yeah, I mean, just go on and yeah. get your divorce. What is telling the family about? Yeah. I mean, I know you mad and all this here, but it's over. Third, mm-hmm. third don't really count either. Yes, it do, Jay. I was going to ask you that. Yes, it do, Jay. With black people, thirds count, right? You know, when Tommy tells you, listen to me. When Tommy tells you, Jay, yes, it do. 
You have crossed the stupid barrier. Because there's still some blood in there somewhere, right? There you have you close, have Jay. kicked over the construction sign. <laughs> okay. So you can't do none of that in my damn family. Uh-uh. uh-uh. We, we don't play have. that. We, we do have. not play that. What are, next, what, are you, uh, what you looking at her like that for? Thank you. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Christmas is fast approaching. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Time to get the toys together. However, the elves, I didn't know this. Yeah. The elves are on strike. And uh, you guys are here uh, with some grievances. Uh, what, yeah, what's going I got on, guys? This. I got this. I'm going to handle this one mm. myself mm-hmm. because it's something that I'm I'm good at doing because I'm a former union man. And <laughs> oh, elves, okay. Uh, okay. elves have decided. They came to me with a lot of complaints and I'm being a representative now we wanted Tommy to stand up for him but then he was, all, he was already standing up yeah, we didn't even notice so him. right there right they went there. Well, I'll be damned we need somebody that stand up for us that look like they actually standing so I said I would do it the elves uh this year are uh going on strike well they haven't gone on yet but they're threatening 
to go on strike. The elves are wanting to sit out this year. Santa Claus is having trouble because he's trying <laughs> to talk to these damn elves about their concern. <laughs> so I'm here with their grievances. And I want to start by saying these are the elves' grievances, and I will be preparing these statements on behalf of the Elf Foundation. We need it. We, the elves, who work at the North Pole, are requesting the following changes. Please show your support through our website, www.helpelves.com. <laughs> if you want to help the elves, helpelves.com. Tommy, don't act like you don't know. So, <laughs> you know what, y'all go. We, these are the complaints that the elves have, and here we go. Number one problem that they're having. We, the elves, mm -hmm. would like to stop making these damn wooden toys. <laughs> don't no kid want no damn wooden toy. And we've been making them for years. Sure have. Okay. Ain't nobody asked for now one of these wooden wheels, these wooden pegs, these Not a wooden one. block. They got real toys now. Secondly, we the elves are requesting to have a casual Friday. <laughs> so we ain't got to wear these stupid-ass uniforms. Damn <laughs> tight-ass pants with these pointed hats. We want a casual Friday. I'm voicing the concerns that elves have and are considering on going on strike. And they wanted me to convey this to Santa Claus and everybody listen. We the elves uh -huh. would like to request a 30-minute smoke break. <laughs> They smoke. Yes, we smoke. <laughs> and that. we want to be able to go outside and smoke whatever we want. As long as it's legal. You try making these wooden toys without it. Hells don't get high. Hey. Hey. Here's the next complaint on behalf of the Hells. Elves. We the Elves have voted to eliminate Bring your kids to work day. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, elves really don't like kids. We really don't. No, we don't. Damn that. Because they think we kids too just because we short. Get your damn hands off of me. <laughs> Stupid ass. I drove here in the sleigh. <laughs> Next complaint that they have, we the elves are uncomfortable wearing these god dang pointy toe shoes that hurt our feet. He did good. We want Crocs to be the new official elf shoe. <laughs> Crocs and Gators to be the new elf shoe. Do the, do the I'm elves. Doing, I'm doing complaint. You don't act like you ain't with them. <laughs> you trying to add a complaint? I'm don't be acting like, like you ain't with them. I just want to ask, do, do elves and from? pilgrims have the same shoe? Is it the uh, same? Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm now, not an elf or a pilgrim. Well, let's quit playing this game. <laughs> do they? <laughs> Next complaint. We the elves do not like elf shirts and pants. They ain't got no damn pockets, <laughs> and we want to start using fanny packs. 
<laughs> They're back in oh, style. <laughs> so when we go outside to take our smoke break, we'll have our stuff with us. <laughs> Next complaint, we the elves understand that we on the North Pole, but some of the younger elves wants to cut back on the heat being so high all the time in the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> the older elves is fine with that, but the young elves is going, damn, we sweat. <laughs> Old people. I love it. <laughs> Next, we the elves would like to assign 10 elves each year to ride around with Santa because we think it's unfair that we make all these damn toys and we don't ever get to go nowhere. <laughs> Fat ass just be packing up the sled with them reindeer. Damn it, we made the toys. Let us go. Oh, God. Couple more quickly. We the elves. We still love Miss Claus and we know she's very nice and she's never too busy to bend down and give us a hug. But we still would like to know exactly what do she do up here? <laughs> <laughs> she cooks. She cooks for everybody. We ain't had time. nothing from her. <laughs> we got a, a Keebler elf. And last but not least, we the elves support the Me Too movement. Okay. That's real strong up okay, here. Okay, yeah. And some of the female elves are requesting that Santa refrain from saying ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we're going to go, 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 go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for Would You Rather. Here we go. Now, would you rather take a body shot off your partner, your date, whoever you're with, or would you rather for them to take a body shot off you? You this, like, this, this. Like the Jello thing. Jello uh, or tequila is. shot. Would you take and a shot off of them or a <laughs> shot off? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. You ain't going to believe the level of lint in my belly button. You let me <laughs> take the one off of you. I'm not, <laughs> not fit later. My Boy. stomach can't hold a shot glass. It's going to keep turning it over. I promise. It's <laughs> yeah. Tip I just have to take it off you. It's going to keep uh-huh. flipping over. I'm just. <laughs> Yeah. What about nah. you, Steve? You didn't answer. Uh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but uh, a body shot, I, like in a I shot definitely glass. take it off her though. Yeah, oh, yeah. There you go up. Yeah. Yes, then yeah. have That's her take it off you. I got big enough lips. You don't even need the glass. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I get the body shot off for you. All right. Here's another one. Would you rather be in the Hall of Fame? For a sports career or a music career? Oh. Oh, sports. Yeah. Not music? As much as you love music, Steve? Oh, Roscoe Wallace already got that covered. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> My alter ego is in the he's Rock and Roll in. Hall of Fame already. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Every time somebody right gets inducted, it's him. He get credit <laughs> yeah. for all that. On this show. <laughs> what about you, Neff? Music. I can't sing a lick. That'd be nice. I knew you weren't going to say sports. Play. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> he said he, he said was going to be in there for what? Music. <laughs> music. Music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is you going to be, the little drummer boy in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, music. they told me. Pa-rupa-pum-pum. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Tom was a little boy and he was in the Christmas play and he got mad. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We're not going to do it this year. We're not going to do it. 
We not. Well, that's what I. That's what I was trying to tell him every year because I just. Tom was so small every year. I made him play Baby Jesus. In the baby. He won't. He, he little ass talking about he won't be a wise man. That's boy. Anybody got no time? Be trying to explain how little your ass is as a man. You a little boy. You finna be Baby Jesus every year. Now lay down in that hay and quit moving. <laughs> And keep your face covered. You look old. <laughs> Come on, Shirley. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I want to be oh, a wise man. man this year. You're not going to be no man in this place. You're too <laughs> You're short. Be baby Jesus. All right. All right. Coming up at 49. Thank you, guys. Coming up Quit at 49 talking, minutes. Swaddle him and lay him in that damn hay. <laughs> all right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Please, Jay, set this one up for us. Tell us what and this is so about. And it's so important to explain this yes. thing because we get new yes, listeners is. every day. And we're doing a different segment that people are not aware of. So that's why I take the time to explain Comedy Roulette. And it's very simple. You take four subjects and you put them on a wheel. And you take them on the wheel. You spun the wheel. And where it stops, we can do the damn thing. Because we's comedians. We good. Shirley. All right, here we go. <laughs> These are the uh, subjects for today. Things uh-huh. you can do to get people to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Things That's you different. say to people who've over-decorated for the holidays. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Please. my God. <laughs> <Give me that>. <laughs> <laughs> Things you say to people who have under-decorated <laughs> for the holidays. And uh, here's the last one. Things you say uh-huh. when you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, okay? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All gotta, of those are good. Yeah, you got to anticipate. It, it, yeah, let's go. It, let's spin, spin the wheel. Mm-hmm. Come on, over decorate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought it was gonna stop on over decorating, but no, it stopped on things you say when you didn't get what you wanted for Is Christmas. Is this the same as Steve's bad acting theater? No, 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 not at all. Okay. No. I don't even know how you got that out of that. All right. But. <laughs> All right. These are things you say when you didn't get what you want for Christmas. Yeah. Let's go. These are things you say when you didn't get what you say. Ooh. Come this on, is Jay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is nice. And this one lights up. What is it? <laughs> yeah. With that attitude, that's how you say it, yeah, too. That's, that's the attitude. It's <laughs> what you say and how you say yeah, it. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Junior. I'll tell you what. This is something I actually said as a kid, but I didn't get what I wanted uh-huh. for Christmas. And uh, they were standing there, my parents, but I was about 10. I said, sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> you said the actual word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you open that box up and it ain't what you're supposed to get, sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'll uh, I'll put this in the drawer with that ragged ass tie you bought last year. I'll put it right in there. I'm grateful. Yeah, well, you didn't get what you want. I like Steve. that tie. <laughs> this one, this what you say at work. I knew when he pulled my name, it wasn't going to be worth a damn. <laughs> and the gift exchange. <laughs> I knew it was. As soon as he pulled, I said, oh, yeah, damn. 
things you say when you didn't get what you want. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. A pound cake. Huh. Thanks a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, to a diabetic. Yeah, <laughs> to a diabetic. That's not yeah. cool. <laughs> All right, Junior. Things you say when you don't get what you want for Christmas. What happened? Check short again. Ah. <laughs> Check short again, huh? <laughs> Come on now. Right. Why, 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 why in the hell would I want a toolkit? I don't work on that. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Come on, man. Really? I don't work on nothing. Guys, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Okay. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Black people don't eat fruitcake. <laughs> well, I can't stand that damn fruitcake, man. <laughs> man what is them damn green things in there? <laughs> what is that? Cherish. They actually cherish. All right, here's one. Here's one. Uh-huh. Huh? A snow shovel. I live in L.A. Thanks a lot. Things people say when they don't get what they want for uh, Christmas. Uh, I already know the story of Jesus. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I already know it. Come on, Tommy. What, what, who eats this basket of cheese? Who eats that? <laughs> who, who, who eats that? <laughs> this is too... All right, Steve, come on, close, close it out. out. <laughs> That's why we're getting a divorce. Oh, oh. That's exactly why right here. This damn crock pot. This damn crock pot. This is the last thing. Nobody won't no damn crock pot. That was me who said that one. Sorry. Actually, All right, up next, it is, it is the nephew with the prank phone call that's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. <laughs> right now, though, the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I love your wife more than you do. <laughs> I'm finna get a the man needs to know. You need to know that. This show is it now. I'm finna get a policy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, it's time you're going to let you know how I feel. I, I decided to call you today and tell you how it's going down. Let's go, cat dog. I love your wife more than you do. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to reach Trey. This Trey? Who is this? Hey, Trey, how you doing, man? This is Milton. I work with your wife, Teresa. Milton? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you probably heard of me before. I've been, uh, been at the job probably about five years now. Has she ever mentioned me? Milton? No, I ain't heard no Milton. What's going on? Is everything cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is good. Everything is good. Hey, listen, um, I wanted to uh, have a conversation with you, man. Uh, I, I don't really know how to spring this on you or whatever, but um, like I say, I've been working at, at the spot for five years and been knowing Teresa probably like around three. And um, I, I guess what I really want to say is that I, I, didn't, I didn't gain some feelings for Teresa. And, you know, oh, oh, beyond- wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. You calling me and you're telling me right now you have feelings for my wife, who you work with, and you right. named her, Teresa, because that is my wife. You have feelings for my wife. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, it, it took me a while to, to come forward and say this, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm man enough now that I, I feel like me and you need to talk about it. Bruh, have you lost your mind? No, no, I haven't. I have haven't, you lost I, your I, mind? I, today, no, listen, I'm just letting you know, today is the day that I decided I'm not carrying this weight on my shoulders no more. I'm getting it off of me, all right? And at the end of the day, I love your wife 
morning you do. What? I, I love your wife more than you do. Bruh, so you, how long you been loving my wife? You tell me how long you been loving my wife. How long, how long you feel that you have been in love with my wife? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at, I know, I know, I know at least two, and how long, does my wife years. Know this? Does my wife even know this? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's aware of it to a certain extent. To a certain extent? What, what, how, how certain of the extent are we talking? I mean, you know, when we go to lunch together, she, you know, I mean, I'm sure she knows. Y'all be, y'all be going to lunch together? How long y'all been going to lunch together, bro? We've been going to lunch together at least, at least two and a half years. I mean, we go to lunch together almost every day. I mean, we might miss a day if she go with the girls and I go with the fellas. So be it. But for the most part, me and her, me and her pretty much at lunch together. Yeah, I need a, I swear, I, bro, stay the, stay the hell away from my wife, bro. I need you to back the f- Ain't no more lunches. Ain't no more. No, 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 bro. Because you 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 didn't talk enough. You didn't talk enough. Ain't no more in love. Ain't no more state. You need to stay the back. Period. Stay the back, man. I don't want to hear none of that. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Because as soon as he come home, we don't. Hey, bro. Listen, listen. I know all about you, Trey. Everything about. All right. I already know how you treat her. Bro, I'm hot. I'm feeling like a strong sensation right now. Because I really want to reach through the phone and just break your f-ing neck right now. That's what I, I really want to do. I do. I, That's what I, I, I really want to do. And why is my wife talking about business outside of our household? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Hey, all I'm saying is when we go to lunch, she let me know how she's feeling. She let me know what she's going through. Hey, she let me know all of it. Stop, stop with that lunch, bro. I don't want to hear another damn thing about lunch, bro. Ain't no more lunches from here on out, bro. You call me talking about you in love with my wife. You been taking... You know, what the f***? Who the f*** is a Milton? I'm Milton. Where you at, bro? Where you at? I'm Milton. You at the, I'm Milton. You, you there now? Hey, hey, man, hey, man, listen. Calm, calm down with all that energy you got going on. Like, you're going to do something. Down. You ain't, you ain't, you're not going to do nothing. You said I'm not going to work? You're not, you're not going to do nothing. Tell me where you at right now, bro. I'm getting my keys right now. Tell me where you at, bro. Right now, bro. Right now, bro. So, so how about, how about when you got laid off and you was off for six months and she was carrying all the, all the weight and paying all the bills? You ain't jump ass in. All right, bet. So, since you know, since you know everything, I bet you know I got a too. So all you need to know is, all you need to know is, bro, you're done, bro. You're done, bro. Okay. You're done, bro. Okay. It's it, bro. Okay. That's it, and You know bro. what? Why we? Why we? Folks talk about that. He with my wife, saying that he in love and talking about lunch and shit. While we at it, you can thank me for the for the for the suit that you got for Christmas. You can thank me for that. I picked it okay. out and I paid for it. Okay. A uh, uh, word. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. Well, let me go in the closet right now. Right now. All right. You talking about the great suit, the three piece? That's what you talking about? This guy, great bull right here with this bull. Keep the anyway. I ain't like this. No. Now, now you don't like the suit. You don't want the suit three times. Now you don't like it. You told me at lunch when you didn't want to sue, dude. I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. I need to talk to my wife, man. I need to talk to my wife. I need to talk to my wife because I... Hey, man, listen. You know what? I just couldn't hold this back no more. Me living behind in the shadows. and But I'm over here kicking money out to Teresa when she needed it. While you was laid off, I'm helping her out. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing too much on my... Bro, you been so you was giving the money? You kicking the money when I was laid off? You kicking the money? 
Dude, somebody had to step up, man. And me and Teresa's tight. So, you know, I just tried to step in and help her out. So you giving my wife money. What are you saying to me? Do you want me to make you feel better about the whole thing? You want me to make you feel better? You ain't need to make me feel better about man. I'm good. All I need to do is talk to my wife. All I got to do is talk to my wife, bro. That's that's fine. But can I say something that'll make you feel better? What? I'm going to say this to you, Trey. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Teresa, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> hey, this is Tommy, man. This is nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, On the Teresa. Steve Harvey Show? Oh, <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. You got me opening the safe, getting this <laughs> bro. Like... <laughs> Bro, bro, don't do that, bro. You gotta stop that, Tommy. Come on now, come on. You gotta stop. My heart is racing. I'm sweating. Oh, come on now. But hey, I gotta ask you this. It's 2020. You gotta tell me this. You gotta tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. That, oh man. I, yeah, I went too far. Oh, I went a oh, little too far oh, with it. Oh, I you did. You so? went. You went Snoop Dogg. Which means too far. Teach me your social security number. I'm not. Oh, you're telling me it sounded like he was about to cry. He was. He was on the brink of crying. Yeah, oh, and I said, man, let me pull sign. up. Let me pull up. Yeah, let no, me man. pull up. Is but that one, a good sign but one more time, though, I love your wife more than yeah. you do. <laughs> but wait, I want to ask you know the rule, Tommy. When a man is about to cry, you get the joke ends. You have to stop the joke. <laughs> if you're telling a man something about his right. wife, yeah. and he starts crying, oh, man, uh-huh. really, let, for real, man. Let, let me explain <laughs> something to you. You need to clear the room. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep right there. Because through them tears, he fit to be something else. Oh. You, you tell the truth, man, for real. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. But crying and people watching? Yeah. 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 yeah you ever seen yeah, Bruce Brandon turn into the Hulk? Oh, that's it right there. Freeport. East Texas, everybody around the way, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm coming. Streetport Municipal Auditorium, Nephew Tommy and Friends. It's date night comedy show. Get your date. Bring your date. If you don't have a date, come to the show, and you can find a date. It's MLK weekend, Sunday, January 15th. Tickets on sale right now. All Ticketmaster outlets, or you can get them at the box office. Guess what? The fool is coming to town, and I'm bringing my friends with me. It's date night, baby. Let's do this. Thank you, nephew, with your sexy self. Coming up next, (laughs) it is today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? Uh, We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, today. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old single guy, and I have been attracted to a 27-year-old beautiful woman for four months, and I finally got the nerve to ask her for her number. When I met her, I did everything in my power to sweep her off her feet. I am a police officer, and I work the night shift, so I'm home during the day. She is my mail carrier, and it was an instant attraction when I saw her. Uh, I wait each day for her to come by. I get out of bed and go buy her Chick-fil-A and Popeyes, McDonald's and all kinds of snacks on a daily basis. Some days I surprise her with flowers and I even bought a necklace for her and I left it in her mail truck. She is a single mother, so she said she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally, but I want to take this relationship further and really get to know her. More than a few times, I have called her, and she hasn't answered or called me back. She has said she was either asleep or busy with her daughter. We went on one date recently, but it was during her work shift, so she couldn't really sit and chat like I wanted her to. I feel like she's showing me signs that she's not really interested, but I'm having a hard time walking away because she is beautiful, has a good job, and is a nice girl. I feel that there's something special about her. I made it clear how I feel about her, and she told me that she's not dating right now, just focusing on her career. I've been feeling foolish because I have not stopped spoiling her during the day. I need to know if I should stop and uh, see if she misses me and reaches out, or should I keep it a while, keep it up a while longer and see if she comes around. Please advise. Um, gee, you can't take a hint, huh? Um, <laughs> 
uh, you know, you're you're trying way too hard. It's almost, you know, to the point of, uh, you know, kind of. I I don't want to say stalker because that's a serious term, but you're 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 kind of over there with all your your gestures. I mean, you're a nice guy. It seems you're thoughtful, you're generous, buying her flowers and snacks and even jewelry. it, it seems like you're a good man, but I, I, I don't know. You know, you're a police officer. Uh, she's told you that she's focusing on her career. That is code when someone doesn't want to hurt your feelings to tell you that they're not interested. OK, uh, when you call her and she doesn't answer and she says she was asleep or busy with her daughter. That's another code telling you stop calling her. She doesn't want to be bothered. You went on a date with her. How can you even call this a date? It was during her work shift. You couldn't even sit down and chat with her. It, it doesn't sound like you guys have, have uh, anything in common. You said you feel like she's showing you signs that she's not really interested. She is. She is showing you signs. She is not interested. You're having a hard time walking away because she's beautiful and she has a good job and she's a nice girl. But And that all may be true, but the feeling has to be reciprocated. She has to feel the same way and it, it Nothing in this letter is showing me that she feels the same way about you as you do about her. So if I were you, I would back off. I would back off instead of waiting till she comes with all these gifts. Uh, she doesn't seem interested. Uh, I think you should move on. Steve? Don't. Don't. Don't <laughs> listen to nothing Shirley said. <laughs> listen to me, don't. <laughs> Everything Shirley said about the woman is 100% truth. She's not interested. She's not reciprocating the things. You waiting on her to come around. She ain't came around. She's not interested. You can't take a hint. All that's true. But dog, this is the business we in. <laughs> we hunt. Show me the deer that wants to get shot. What? <laughs> Show me the fish that wants to get caught. Mm. Show me the turkey that wants to die in the woods. Mm. But deer turns into venison. Fish turns into fillets. Turkey goals with dressing. <laughs> Work it out for yourself. <laughs> Boy, don't you give up this, man. She could be the one you have to pursue. It's only been four months. She 27. She told you she focusing on her career. She the male man. She's a How hard you got man. to focus? Put that damn stuff in that bag. Read these addresses and put it in the box. <laughs> Ignore <laughs> that. She's your mail carrier. As soon as you saw her, you was attracted. You wait for her to come out. You get out of bed to go by her. Now, here, here where I think you're making a mistake. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, McDonald's. <laughs> you got to stop with the fat snacks. I knew you were going to say something about that, Steve. You got to stop with the fat snacks. Slow down. Slow down a little bit. Let's, let's, we got to do another approach. Some days I surprise her with flowers. 
That was kind of cool. I bought a necklace for her and left it in her mail truck. Okay. She's a single mother. She says she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally. She gave you her number. Don't worry about what Shirley talking about. Mm-mm. Keep the pursuit. Pursue. <laughs> Crack the code. I got <laughs> All more. right, hang on. Hang on, you have more, I'm sure. Uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. 29-year-old police officer then got attracted to his 27-year-old beautiful mail carrier. She's a single mother. He's done everything in his power to sweep off her feet. He worked the night shift, so I'm home during the day. She's my mail carrier. Instant attraction, soon as I saw her. I wait for her to come by. I get out of bed. I buy a Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, McDonald's. I told you earlier, stop the fat snacks. Some days I surprise her with flowers. I even bought a necklace for her and left it in her mail truck. She's a single mother, so she said she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally. That's cause she gave you her number. You a police officer. Run her information. Get what? her tag number. Oh God. No. You a cop. Yeah. See, you got it. You what's happening to you right now is you coming across a little corny with the bags of food. <laughs> Because you make a woman think, oh, he think I'm fat. Oh, do I look like I want just fast food every day? You got her thinking that. So you got to change your approach because you just come across a little corny. That's probably what's happening. You just come across a little corny. So you got to change the approach here. But you cannot stop the pursuit. The pursuit is real. Keep trying. Break her down with persistence, sincerity. Love her, man. Show her an interest she's never seen before. That's what wins hearts over. She says she just don't feel like dating, but y'all done went out on a date. She was at work. So what? <laughs> she said, yeah. She went. She went. Now I've called her and she hasn't answered or called me back. She says she was either asleep or busy with her daughter. Dog, you work nights. You home during the day. The woman sleep and got a daughter. That's real. We went on one date recently, but it was during her work shift, so she couldn't sit and chat like I wanted her to. I feel like she's showing me signs that she's really not interested. She is showing you signs that she ain't interested. But what that got to do with what we do? (laughs) That ain't got nothing to do with who we are. You know how many women I'd have had the pursuit of wasn't interested in me? I was interested in them. Hey, Steve, can I see something? Yeah. Remember that um, you told you told me this story. I think you told it on the air, too. Uh, I don't know if you're working at the Ford Company. but I wore her to... down at Ford Motor Company. Yeah, I you love you. About. Yeah, every, every day. day. Uh-huh. Dog, I wore her down, dog. Everybody laughing at me. Oh, man. She ain't, man, she been here three years. Ain't never went out with none of us. That's none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. 
I got you don't want me now. That's because you don't see how good I am. I'm going to keep showing you goodness. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling foolish because I have not stopped spoiling her during the day. I need to know if I should stop and see if she misses me and reaches out. You could try that game, but what's that for? So you must run and take a day off. Other players, they don't take days off. Say it. You know, on a little week or two, you take off. Maybe another dude slide in. You ain't got no time to take off. This ain't no game, dude. Lean on it. Lean on it. You got to quit that pressure. Yes, sir. Back. Skip the fat meals. Change the, change the game. Stop putting <laughs> stuff in the truck. Send stuff to the baby. That's there you go. Get to the baby. Get to the baby. Backpacks. <laughs> sneakers. A bike. <laughs> if you love a woman's child and she can see that, boy, boy. Man. Boy, you got to change your approach. Who ain't going to love a man that love her child? Mm. Man, see if you can take them to the park on your off day. Just to the park with the child. Can I just meet y'all at the park? Push that baby in the swing. Aw. your game up, dog. Come on. 29. That's what we do. Hunt. We pursue that which we think deserves the pursuit. The Constitution says every American has the right to the pursuit of happiness. happiness. She is your happiness. Why would you not pursue her? You just got to change the route in which you take it. Do you hear me, boy? (laughs) <laughs> Boy, do you mm. hear me? That's live. That's teach, teach. So you That's don't live. think he's wasting his time nope. with her? Hell nope. no. Nope. He ain't got nothing but time. How you wasting 29? your time and the girl of dreams is coming by your house every day? Mm. You got time for that. Yep. You're right, partner. I, I have so much stuff piled up man, in, that, in that mailbox, man. man sandwiches. Boy. Don't even put it in the box. <laughs> put it in my hand. Put it in yes. my hand. You ain't got to put it in the mailbox. Put Buy it in my stuff. hand. Find out how old her baby is. Find out what school her baby go to. Find out how much your uniforms cost or man. something, man. Pay for a field trip. Do something. Yeah. That's what he do. I've been doing that since Kent State. Everybody been Tell doing her really I would love it. to meet your daughter one day. Your baby. Your son. Let me help you. Let me show you the benefit of me. If you really want it. Girl, right. I'll well, give if... you my time. I'll give you my money. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. And on uh, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Girl, and please check out the Strawberry know. Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, wow. Junior, you ready? Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me ask y'all something, Carla. Sure. Well, ask yeah. y'all something. Uh, Y'all, y'all plan on getting your man's gifts this year, right? Yeah, Christmas course. gifts. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be something he wants? Well, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put some thought into it. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I think. You said the key word. Because the truth about it is, we don't give a damn about the thought that counts. <laughs> we want oh. gifts. Okay. We can show our boys. There you go. Okay. See, these are the gifts that men really want. Okay. I know Come what on. I said. Okay. I know what I said. Okay. Yeah, I That's know what I said. Statement. I know yeah. I said it don't really matter, baby, mm-hmm. but it do. Okay. It, okay. It does. Oh, it does. This is good oh, information. Good information. No, no. I need That's to know this. That's good to know. Because uh-huh. let me tell you something. real low-key, Junior. Uh-huh. Yeah, let so, me tell you okay, something. 
We don't want bad gifts. Like, bad gift is winter gloves. We don't, our boys don't ask about winter gloves. <laughs> okay. okay. They don't ask about that. My this. hands get cold. We put them in our pocket. We put them in our pocket. Okay. Don't care about that. Okay. Here's another, here's another gift okay. we don't care about. A robe. Me, our boys we can't leave a robe. A beautiful robe. If we open this box up again and see a robe, okay, I'll tell you, we're not putting it on. We don't care about that. Okay. <laughs> These robes really with way really pads, socks, uh -huh. slippers. Except if it's a Doche Cabana robe. Oh, excuse me. There's uh -huh. an exception. Let me, let me, let me okay, Google well, that. Google well, that, okay. Junior. Google right, that. Well, well, okay. well okay, <laughs> I ain't experienced that. I'm just going to talk about right what I experienced. I'm telling you right now, he's going to want that. Okay. 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 I'm going to look into that. I ain't there yet, but I know the dudes I be dealing with. We don't care nothing about the robes we get. Okay. You know. Okay. You don't want the tear cloth one. No. That one. That, okay. that look like a towel. Been yeah, look like together. a towel and everything. <laughs> Burn your neck up as soon as you put it on. Wait, Steve, you don't want the short one? <laughs> Hell no, because I'm tall. <laughs> now your booty. I know. Got that one pocket on it, Junior. That one yeah, pocket that on it. that one there. pocket. <laughs> Not two pockets, one. Yeah. And the Just belt, one collar. And the belt on the robe, the same thickness as the robe. Uh, oh but it's tone. <laughs> the collar and belt is a lighter color than the robe. Okay. Yeah, man. So no gloves, no robe. We don't want none no of that. Uh -huh. right. No, we don't want. We, don't, we need gifts we, we can show our boys. Okay. That's all yeah, we're saying. Okay. That is true. We want gifts that we say, "I do, man. My girl, man. Hey, man, check what my girl got me. You Thank know, you. watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, watch. Nice mm -hmm. suit. Most men want a watch. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Steve, come on, introduce Jay. He's here to murder another hit. Folks, without further ado, we murder hits up on here because we got him. First round draft choice. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay from Brown. Now this song right here, Steve, the song is a special song. The song is dedicated to every man who's been in the friend zone for the entire year. We've all been in the friend zone. It's not mm-hmm. a nice place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do everything. You help out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to get out of the friend zone. Somebody just put me there. You've been put in the friend zone? I'm in there now. <sighs> yes. Songs dedicated to every man in the friend zone. It's Christmas songs. Yeah. Christmas I ain't going to be in your friend zone without no pressure. Here you go. Here you go. Check it out. Jandy Brown murders a hit. Watch your kids, even buy them gifts, pile them in the car, and take them to the mall. But you call him dear, he buys your daddy beer. There's a gift he will adore, you can't buy it from a store. Why don't you? Get it up on Christmas Day, yeah. Oh, make your friend feel like a king. Come on, girl, get off of that thing. Get it up on Christmas Day, yeah. I don't want no tie, just get it up. massage your toe I took you to the store I was there for you when you were unemployed stupid stuff I did like feed another man's kids nothing left for me to say girl I feel I'm getting played why don't you Get it up on Christmas Day, yeah. Oh, make the man feel like a king. Come on, girl, get out of that thing. Give me some on Christmas Day, yeah. I don't want no socks. Just get it up. Thank you. You and Uncle Sam. Uh, go to iTunes and get all my Christmas on Christmas songs. Christmas Day. Oh, make a man feel like a king. Come on, girl, get all of that thing you love on Christmas Day. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Man, get out the friend zone. Yeah, get out the friend zone, baby. I even bought your daddy beer. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's good. 
Yes, yes, yes. Go to iTunes, get all your hey, man, boys' Christmas songs. How come songs the girls and... don't enjoy them types they of songs? They don't like them type of songs. They don't, they don't jump in, they don't sing. Oh, they don't just shut it down. Don't Shirley, call them. But play, cut yes, your car up and scratch oh, your windows. Yeah. Yeah. Bust the windows out your car. Allegedly. <laughs> you go crazy? Allegedly. <laughs> you did do that, though, Carl. <laughs> That's why you in the friend zone now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stay right there, y'all. Watch this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Hi, Steve Harvey. How you doing? This is Alexia from North Carolina. I enjoy you every morning. And I really want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But for you guys to come and take time out, especially with your prayer and your encouraging words, your inspirational speeches that you give, I, for one, would like to say thank you. Thank you so very much, Steve. You will not only help me, but you'll help the millions across the airways. I would like to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from North Carolina. Hi, I'm Connie of Brooklyn, New York, a.k.a. Terrell, a veteran of the U.S. Army. Just wanted to say Merry Christmas to all my friends across the country during all my past travels. God bless you all. Amen. Hi, Steve Harvey. Hi, crew. My name is Kevin Collin from Philadelphia. I just called in to say that I'm honored to wake up every morning to your radio show. Nephew Tommy with the prank phone calls, you with the closing, Shirley Shrewsbury with the, uh, the letters, uh, letters that people write in for, and um, you giving your comments about. I think that's great. I think y'all doing a good job. Um, hi, Junior. <laughs> Junior still is he's there. I love all of y'all, you know, and have a happy, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for Would You Rather. Here we go. Now, would you rather take a body shot off your partner, your date, whoever you're with, or would you rather for them to take a body shot off you? You this, like, this, this. Like the uh, Jello thing. Uh-huh. Jello or tequila shot. Would you take and a shot off of them or a <laughs> shot off? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. You ain't going to believe the level of lint in my belly button. Let me take <laughs> the one off of you. I'm not <laughs> not fit later. My Boy. stomach can't hold a shot glass. It's going to keep it, turning man. over. I promise you. <laughs> <It's gonna slide laughs> yeah. Tip I just over. have to take it off you. It's going to keep uh-huh. flipping over. I was just. <laughs> yeah. What about nah. you, Steve? You didn't answer. Uh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but uh, a body shot, I, like in a shot. I definitely glass. take it off her though. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you go. Up. Yeah. Yes, then have her take it off you. I got big enough lips. You don't even need the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I get the body shot off for you. All right, here's another one. Would you rather be in the Hall of Fame for a sports career or a music career? Oh. Oh, sports. Yeah. Not music? As much as you love music, Steve? Oh, Roscoe Wallace already got that covered. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> My alter ego is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame already. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Every time somebody right get inducted, it's him. He get credit <laughs> yeah. for all that. On this show. <laughs> what about you, it. Neff? Music. 
I can't sing a lick. That'd be nice. I know you weren't going to say sports. Play. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> he said he, he said was going to be in there for what? Music. <laughs> music. Music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is you going to be, the little drummer boy in the kitchen? <laughs> <show? laughs> music. Um, they told me. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Tom was a little boy and he was in the Christmas play and he got mad. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We're not going to do it this year. We're not going to do it. We're not well, that's what I, this year. That's what I was trying to tell him every year because I just, <laughs> Tom was so small every year I made him play Baby Jesus. In the baby. He won't, he, he little ass talking about he won't be a wise man. That's boy, anybody got no time. Be trying to explain how little your ass is as a man. You a little boy. You finna be baby Jesus every year. Now lay down in that hay and quit moving. (laughs) (laughs) And keep your face covered. You look old. Come on, Shirley. All right. I want to be oh, a wise man. man this year. You're not going to be no man in this play. You're too <laughs> You're short. Be baby Jesus. All right. All right. Coming up at 49. Thank you, guys. Coming up Quit at 49 talking, minutes. Swaddle him and lay him in that damn hay. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Crazy Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Hello, Steve. This is Chef James Woodard from Louisville, Kentucky, wishing you and your crew a happy holiday. Stay safe and God bless you. Hi, Steve. This is Tanya Cobb from Waycross, Georgia. I just want to wish you all have a blessed and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you. Yo, Steve Harvey. This is Fred Robinson in the Tampa Bay area. I'd like to say Merry Christmas to you and the crew. All right, man. Love you, bro. Hey, Mr. Steve. This is Jasmine from Philadelphia, PA. We just wanted to say that we love you at our workshop. Listen to you every morning. Keep it cool. Keep it sweet. Keep it blessed. All right, Steve, it's time for your closing remarks. Um, today, I want to talk to you about a subject, about how to succeed in spite of lack of support. 
Let me say that again. How to succeed in spite of lack of support. You know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It really, really is to make it without a support system. But it's doable. But even if you don't have support around you initially, you can find support. Because, see, support doesn't have to be for your specific idea. It just You just have to have someone to support the fact that you want to become better. So the best way to do that is surround yourself with some people who want to become better. You don't have to become better at the same thing or have the same interests. Just the mere fact that everybody you start associating yourself with wants to be better, that is plenty of support. The fact that nobody believes specifically in your dreams, nah, you don't need that. But the fact that somebody will support your dreams no matter what they are because you dared to dream them, that's what you're looking for. So don't get too bent out of shape when people don't support your dreams. A lot of times people don't support your dreams because they just don't. First of all, they, they don't get it. God didn't give them the same vision he gave you. That's why sharing your dreams with people is so tough sometimes. Because if you want to kill a big dream, I've often said this many times before, but if you want to kill a big dream, then tell it to a small-minded person. That's the fastest way to kill it. But you can also kill it by expecting them to see what you see. Because they're not. They can't see what you see. God did not place it in their imagination. See, your your imagination is yours. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's to preview the life's coming attractions. One more time. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attraction. But your imagination is also the evidence of things not seen, which is the second half of a very, very powerful scripture that says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Your imagination is the second half of that scripture. When they say the evidence of things not seen, It's a reference to your imagination. See, imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attraction. But your imagination comes from God. So it is the evidence of things not seen. And the reason they say it's evidence of things not seen because your imagination, you're the only one that can see it. You can't expect nobody else to see it because God didn't put it in their head. But your imagination is actually a preview of a coming attraction that God has for you. That's actually what your imagination is. If you could wrap your mind around that concept, folks, it would serve you well. Because I used to did not understand my imagination. Why does it keep going to all of these places? Why does my imagination keep getting away from me like this? Man, my, my imagination wasn't getting away from me. It was taking me places. It was taking me places through the form of imagination that I would dare to dream of. My imagination was so explicit and so big, it had me seeing stuff in myself that, it had me seeing stuff about myself that I didn't know about myself. I didn't know that my imagination would take me here. And 
really, God is taking me further than my imagination because he has this thing called grace. So what it is, y'all, is, look, how do you succeed in spite of lack of support? Your dreams, your visions, your imagination, put them in front of you. Let that be your motivation. Sometimes you're not going to get support. I, I don't get support for the majority of the things I offer to do. But I do it anyway. I step forward. I step out on faith. I jump. I take a leap. I hold my breath. And as I'm falling, I start to breathe. And sometimes when I'm falling, I have to hold my breath because I feel like I'm going to slam face first into the ground. But here he come like he always do. He come get me every single time. And don't he come get you? Yes, he does. That's it. I, 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 I don't have no more today. I think I just wanted to say that to you all. How do you succeed in spite of the lack of support? You just got to go through it, man, and get yourself around some like-minded people mm-hmm. and, and who want to be successful. Not exactly in what you want to be, but that's all you need. That's how it's done. I hope that was good. I Absolutely. That was good. very good. Yeah. That yeah. was very good. Very good. Very Sit down. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.